This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello to all and welcome to episode 014, episode 14, for actors who want to drink less. I noted that last week, episode 13, I did not introduce it with a number and maybe that's that sort of lucky, unlucky 13 deal. At any rate, here we are, episode 14, for actors who want to drink less. Now, right up front, let's get straight. This is not a podcast about being an alcoholic or binge drinking, but it is about a serious topic and one that has certainly been around for centuries, as long as there have been actors, for sure. Drinking more than is good for what you want your life to be. And here's the good news. No one really gets to decide that but you, assuming you are a legal adult, The lifestyle of many actors leads some of us to think that drinking is a part of the social fabric of creativity. It's what we do. We all know someone, maybe many someones, who is affected by alcohol. And most of us also know someone who drinks the moment they have their last big scene in a show, or they drink every night when they get home, or when they're off set, or back to the hotel, or back to actor housing... I've worked with a fair number of actors who've had alcohol in their breath during scenes, even worked with an incredible talent who was always drinking and wielding swords during the show. Not our favorite experience, but we all weathered it as if we were somehow protecting him by endangering ourselves. Young, young, young. There are champagne celebrations Certainly most Broadway shows have lovely producers who give champagne to the company and lots of parties, at least pre-COVID. It's a little bit coming back. There are opening nights and closings wherever we work, wraps, launches, birthdays. There's the high of a great performance, which cannot be matched when you get home to your partner, to your kids, to a cat that doesn't care, to no one, certainly unlikely to applause. So... A drink feels like it keeps you up there a bit longer. The work got you there, that high, and the drink keeps you there. Makes the re-entry into life more tolerable. Or drinking when we're not working. The unknown, the when will I book, the well, why not? Why the hell not? If any of this resonates with you, first, just breathe. (laughs) The answer to almost everything is to start with that, your breath, all is well. Know there is a simple way to get a handle on how much you want to drink. And an equally simple reason to decide, however much you you drink now, that you would like to drink less. This is where I am personally on my journey. I would like to drink less. If you would like to stop over drinking, whatever that means to you, Let's look at why we drink. Well, we drink because it feels good. We can seem smarter to ourselves. Other people seem more interesting. Life seems a bit less boring. 
A lot of us are convinced that life would be harder to take if we drank less, and guess what? It would. Life would be harder sometimes because you'd be facing a problem and not avoiding it. So the dopamine hit from alcohol feels so good. Our self-conscious tendencies evaporate, and we believe we're having a good time. Suddenly, the boring person at the bar is a bit more interesting. Or you find yourself laughing more or feeling uplifted. You may feel more sexually engaged because your senses are actually dulled. Your reasoning brain is in the back seat, and the primitive brain gets to scream, I want pleasure. But drinking gives us an escape from our brains. If we drink, the dopamine hit, that pleasure flooding through us, can give us the impression that our lives are better than they are. And that could be okay. But the only question you need to ask yourself is, do I like the results it gives me in my life? And yes, I'm going to let that siren, if you can hear it, go on and on and on. Do I like the results it gives me in my life? Overdrinking is a way of buffering away our lives. Now notice I'm saying overdrinking, not drinking, overdrinking. We drink and receive a reprieve from our thoughts. The negative things that dog us, the things undone, goals unmet, disappointments, the letdowns. Instead of feeling bored, we drink. Instead of feeling sad, we drink. Instead of feeling restless, we drink. Instead of feeling lonely, we drink. Again, no judgment. Do I like the results drinking gives me? If you do, why do you want to drink less? Maybe you like the way you feel in the morning. Maybe you like that you do it habitually. I don't usually like the way I feel in the morning, and I don't like the fact that it's a habit, but maybe you do. How much do you drink now? Do you drink socially? Do you drink alone? Do you drink wine, liquor, beer? Do you feel you need to hide anything? Do you drink more when you're in a show? And ask yourself, what will happen if I drink less? Here's what will happen, my friends. You will have to be bored sometimes, restless sometimes, sad sometimes. And these feelings are nothing to be afraid of. These are feelings. We get them. You know why, because we're human. And how do you know what feelings you may be avoiding? Well, stop drinking for a bit and see what comes on up. <laughs> for sure. These are the feelings you may be avoiding. Now, maybe you didn't like that answer. Just decide. Two drinks a night? Two a week? None? If you like the results in your life, your weight, your health, your time, your money, your social experience, the morning after, you probably don't need to change anything. But if you've listened this far into the podcast, you may decide you want to change or think about changing your relationship with alcohol. Now, this is a process, and this is not, again, about disabling alcohol dependency. This is not a 12-step program approach. And these ideas are not for people who have chronic alcohol dependency. Please 
ask for help. Please talk to your doctor. But this is a process for the rest of us. Here's a start. Just decide how much you want to drink a day or a week. Then follow these two rules. You ready? Rule number one, I will plan every drink I take at least 24 hours in advance. Rule number two, I will only drink what I planned. It's that simple. I didn't say easy, but truly that simple. If you were listening to this and want a drink tonight, consider not having it until tomorrow. Oh, some feelings will come up for sure. And some thoughts like, I feel deprived, but I wanted it. I'll start next week. I don't really have a problem. But you don't have to have a problem to change your relationship with alcohol. You just have to want to, to have the desire to change. It's almost like a relationship with another human. It doesn't have to be presenting problems for you to want to change the dynamic of it. You just have to want to. You have that desire, and you may not be recognizing it, but but allow it to come to the front of your mind. Do I want to change my relationship with alcohol? It's okay, truly, either way. But if you decide to start with those two ideas, and about that planning, you need to write it down. Yes, you need to write it down. For example, I will have two glasses of wine with Joe tomorrow after the show. Or I will have a gin martini and a shot of whiskey and a glass of wine at the wedding. I will have three margaritas every night on vacation. I will have one spritzer tomorrow. Without judgment, just plan it. Now, why does this work? Because your brain as demonstrated with the Pavlov's dog experiments, learns to wait. Just as it learns to want, it can learn to wait. It learns to delay that dopamine hit, and therefore it learns it can wait. If we continually drink every time we have the desire, the urge to drink, we teach our brain that we get to have what we want when we want it. Every time the show ends, we get a drink. Because I want it. The desire to drink is caused by drinking. Isn't that amazing? The desire to drink is caused by drinking. No human is born with the desire to drink alcohol. We choose it. We evolve it. We develop it. We get quite good, quite talented at fueling our desire to drink. You drink, you get that surge dopamine hit. And the brain sees that immediately as fulfilling the seek pleasure part of that motivational triad. I know I return to that a lot. I won't always. But you have to understand when your primitive brain is working, it's working with that structure. So it sears that memory into the memory path as pleasure quickly. The primitive brain believes alcohol is a great idea. Pleasure. Great idea. Got there quickly. That pleasure happens so quickly. And great ideas must be repeated, right? So our primitive brain believes. 
But what most of us benefit from is pleasure in a slow-release form. Not a tablespoon of sugar, but an apple. And yes, have the cupcake, the glass of wine, the cocktail at your favorite watering hole when you want it. But don't kid yourself that the wanting of it is anything but primitive. Now, the more dopamine something gives us in a concentrated form, the more we need the next time to get a similar charge. That quick feeling of pleasure. So two drinks, the feeling we get from that can become four or six. And this can happen with all consumption. Buying one new article of clothing and you get that quick pleasure, that quick dopamine, you might then need to buy two or four or different sorts of things. And just decide, do I really want six drinks? Is that the life I envision for myself? And while we're deciding that, decide, do I need alcohol to feel good? You get to decide. If you want to find out how much alcohol is controlling how you feel, hiding how you feel, just stop for a few days and look at what comes up. You can drink and have an amazing life. You can choose to not drink and have an amazing life. You can certainly choose to stop over drinking and have an amazing life. But be on to yourself. If your drinking creates results in your life that you don't like, know you have the power to change that. You are beautiful. Treat yourself as though you love yourself. The process can be fast or slow, but I encourage you to start today. And as always, if you'd like more help with this, if you'd like coaching, reach out to judith at actorselfcoach.com. All right. Have a wonderful week, you amazing actors.